So, welcome to the show, guys. This is episode three of the Gold Card Podcast. I am Vince Gelati, LOL Kaladi. We got with me John George, Calvin T, and Chris Chung. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Episode three. We're getting there. Let's do it. Right, tunes. Let's go. All right. Happy cool, to be cool, back cool. with you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we got we got Chris back this week. Uh, unfortunate absence last week, but he's we got, back like, in action. No, no female viewership last week when Chris was off the show. I know, I know. It was, it was, it was a damn <laughs> shame. Viewership, was a viewership was way down. Ooh. We're missing Riley Reed. <laughs> <laughs> what about your girl Ashley, dude? Oh, oh my wife's not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we've heard a lot of the suggestions from people via youtube via the you know comments on the podcast via twitter and everything and we do have a bunch of ideas for opening opening topics and some subtopics for shows uh we're going to go into those probably next week or in some separate episodes since we're kind of reaching the the climb toward the playoffs at this point we thought we'd spend a little bit extra time going over the playoff races in the different regions and who we think is gonna end up being in the playoffs instead of spending time on the uh on more you know minutiae or specific topics like that maybe we'll pick one out for next week that we all like and and come to an agreement on that but uh anything before we start up guys let's go right into the lck or yeah yeah let's do it man all right cool so the lck we have what how many weeks left three more weeks left ish yeah it'll be three more weeks this week right so it's looking to me, I don't know if you guys agree with me, it's looking to me like there's a pretty clear-cut top five. Maybe some debate on the fifth spot. I think, I mean, Griffin is miles above. If I'm, like, tier listing this right now, I think it's, like, Griffin, and then I think SKT are kind of in their own spot, and then I think Damwon and Kingzone are in their own spot, and then I think the last one's going to be, like, Sandbox and Hanwha, but I do think Sandbox is a little bit better than Hanwha. What do you guys think about that? That sounds entirely correct to me. I think it's pretty clear cut over there. I don't think we're going to see for sure. We're not going to see Gen G, Afrika, KT, or Jag in there. It just matters yeah. if if Hanwha can pull out. But I, I'd be really surprised if it wasn't the five teams you said: Kingzone, Damwon, SKT, Sandbox, Griffin. Kevin, what do you think? Any any disagreements there? No, you're right. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear cut. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I think the order might change a little bit, but uh, the the playoff teams are clear to me. Hanwha will have a chance to improve there. Hopefully, I don't know. I they I hate them. They hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Never figured them out. But uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see the previous more uh, well-known team, Generic KT, Afrika, all are in danger of being relegated. Yeah, it is kind of a, a weird, like alternate universe kind of like bizarre world in the LCK right now, but. Uh, we can go into the let's go into the LCK slate for the weekend. If you guys want to add on anything to those thoughts as we go through this, that's that's fine. Uh, Friday morning, we're gonna start with Friday. I know we're recording this Wednesday night. I'm gonna skip the Thursday morning games just because by the time this gets out, most people will be listening to it Thursday and Friday. So Friday morning, we have probably the best game of the week. One of them in any of the regions, uh, SK Telecom and Griffin. So it's uh, Griffin minus 435. The minus uh, one and a half is at minus 133. SKT's plus 288. This game is really, really interesting to me. I kind of like SKT, but I'll get your guys' thoughts first before we come back to it. Um, I told Vince Jotty earlier that I think this is my pick of the week. I'm take... <laughs> Already? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dang. Uh, I'm going to take SKT 288. If we're grouping SKT 
in the same tier as Griffin. Like, I feel like this line is pretty big. I, mean, I understand. Maybe like a plus 160 would be around there. I think SKT is actually on the uprise. Um, I don't know. I think this game is a lot closer than what Vegas has it, in yeah. my opinion. Um, 288 is actually atrocious, in my opinion. Yeah, 288 is a lot. I mean... Uh, I understand Griffin's oh Griffin's godly, Griffin's number one and stuff like that. Um, you know, oh Tarzan's the best jungle in the world, Jovi's the best mid lane in the world. <laughs> Chris. But no. There's no lie. But SKT is, is has a bunch of veterans on their team, you know what I mean, as well. And I'm pretty sure with their veteran like I don't know, with they're just like as a team in general, even constant interview, like they're just feeding off each other and there's not just one person calling the shots. Now it's just multiple people like chiming in, trying to make the team gel together. You know what I mean? So you're expecting uh, Griffin to lose twice as many games this weekend as they've lost all season. Yeah. That's your, that's your wow. expectation. All right. So <laughs> let me, let me, I'll, let's, let's put the implied probability on this one. So plus 288 is 25.8%. Do we give SK telecom? Yeah, do we give SK Telecom more than 25.8% chance to win this series? It's unfortunate because the LCK is so bad <clears throat> that you <laughs> you have a hard time telling. Because, like, yeah, Griffin's 20-1, and one, but how many of their matches are really against teams that have any chance of beating them? It's like, yeah. like 20% of their matches are against any team that has any chance. So it's hard to tell. Like, you can look back at their matches against, what, SKT? Maybe damn one or the first sand, the first sandbox series was the the one. Yeah, lost. But I mean, like, how many can you? How many teams could they really lose to? Yeah, right. If you assume, if you assume that it's possible that they can lose to King Zone, damn one, SKT, or Sandbox, then that means they've played what four, eight, nine. They played nine games against those teams, and they're eight and one. Eight and one. So I don't know. It's maybe it's, it's that's about right games. then. Tough to give them two games in one weekend if they're eight and one against that squad. If you think there's a complete difference between like, say SKT and Damwon, like if you think SKT is definitely way better than Damwon, then yeah, I can see taking that bet. But I think a lot of those teams are pretty close, and if they're eight and one against those teams, I have a hard time thinking they're losing two in one day. Yeah, I think I think right now, SKT, Damwon, and Kingzone are all kind of close together. I think That's by I season's think. end, I think SKT have a higher ceiling than those other teams do. So. I'm tiering SKT in like their own like tier two, like right below Griffin, but ahead of the other ones. But as of right now, I think really those three teams are kind of a hodgepodge. Like they, it could be any any one of them. So that's how I feel. SKT will be the better team <clears throat> when we reflect back. We'll say that SKT was a clear number two, but I feel like right now they're they're mixed right in there with like Damwon and King Zone and Sandbox. How about SKT to take a game? I mean, they do have side selection in this series. It's even money basically to get a game. I, I think like I'd that. like I think I'd like that more than the plus two eighty eight. Yeah, I do too. Uh I don't I'm not sure I'm gonna fire on this yet. I, I half think that this is gonna go even more in Griffin's favor before Friday morning. I don't know. Any any thoughts from uh, and is this is this a game we're gonna touch like DFS stuff for too, or are we just like guessing? Because this is a, this seems like a good spot to bet SK Telecom for, for DFS purposes. They would have to be in a slate with no Chinese games. Yeah, which they are. They have the top. They have the LCK only? No, it's an LPL LCK mix. Yeah. Four games. Yeah. 
So Sad. we're probably looking in. But it doesn't even matter. Even from a DFS standpoint, they won't be chalk because everyone loves Griffin. So. Well, no, I'm saying is this a good spot to take like Teddy or Faker? Basically, never a good spot to take any Korean player. Mm. That almost yeah. never exists, unless a freak of freak is, is in the game. It's almost impossible. <laughs> Just because of the nature of all the fighting and everything. Well, the, like a freak of freaks legit averages like three or four more kills per game than anybody else, and deaths per game than anybody else in the LCK. Yep. So, so Chinese games on average are like four to six kills more per game than Korean games. So you can just never take Korean players, almost ever, unless you need an underdog and you think the Korean underdog is the only one that can win. It's almost impossible to take Koreans. So I, I looking at, I mean I'm looking a little bit ahead to the LPL slate, but the LPL slate this weekend there's like a couple interesting matches. But on Friday, it's two heavy heavy favorites. I think I mean SK Telecom is probably the best dog to take on the on the slate in China and Korea both Friday morning if it's a combined slate, right? Yeah, this is actually this is a good example for anyone who who is like, not looking at this right now. It's Top versus VG, Edward Gaming against LGD, Griffin against SKT, and KT against Genji are the four teams on are the four games on that slate. And you're right that because EDG and Top are big enough favorites that you probably can't play them together, that uh, you might look towards Genji or SKT on that slate. I think I'd rather take SKT. I mean, I know I know how good Griffin is, but I mean. Uh, if we think that, if we think it's reasonable that this goes to three games, I don't mind taking carries in three games, like an underdog carry there. Like a Teddy. Well, we'll, have to see, we'll have to see what the salary looks like, to be honest. Um, that I, don't, I don't want to give away my plays, but I think uh, if I'm taking an underdog on that slate, it's probably Gen G. I think they, they beat KT the last time they played them. That's true. And KT's like uh, one and eight in their last nine games. That's a good point. I might just be a little bit enamored with uh, with SK Telecom in this spot. I'm I'm almost definitely going to bet that. It's just a matter of how much. Uh, anything else on this game? Well, I'm looking at the salaries right now. They're already posted for the Friday slate. Griffin is the third most expensive team under top under EDG. Um, they're going to be super chalk. Yeah, everyone's yeah, going to know them. You can Large. easily pick and people are likely either going Griffin and then pick an LPL underdog or pick top and an LPL underdog. It's it's gonna be all over the place. Hmm. All but right. okay, that's all I got for that game. Any, anybody got anything else for this one? Nope. All right, cool. Uh, next up, Friday morning, second game, we have KT Rolster minus one fifty four uh, at Gen at uh, Gen G, the Gelati Slayers, as we all know, uh, plus one fifteen. <laughs> the minus one point five for KT is at plus one eighty two. So, books thinking this is going to be a two to one victory for KT. Any disagreement? I think it's. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think it's hard not to take Gen G there. To be honest with you, I mean, I'd have to go back and do more research. I, I come into this podcast, for the record, like pretty light. I haven't seen the yeah. weekend's games at all when I come into this podcast, so I'm just looking up the stats as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Gen G, Gen G's won twice as many games in the last five series as KT has, and they beat KT the last time they played them. Took a game off SKT five series ago. Took a game off HLE last series. I don't know. I think that's plus one fifteen is probably good enough to bet Genji there. Kevin, what do you think? Um, yeah, John has made a great point because you know I kind of give up on Genji. Me too. <laughs> I really, like, honestly, have priest brother. <laughs> like most of the time, like a Genji game will come on, and I, I fault myself for this, and I don't know why, but like I just, I just try, to, I kind of just turn it off or like in the background. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, if John go get a snack, maybe yeah, make some. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do, I do understand. I, I guess I do agree that one 
the plus one fifteen is actually pretty good. Maybe fire up some Flappy Bird, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you still have that game? I have that game. <laughs> dude, bring make, you, uh, bring back Flappy Bird, dude. Uh, we're playing a we're playing on nine point four probably right, and you got to choose your eighty carry. Yeah. Who are you taking in that matchup? Are you taking uh, your boy Gango or Zenit, or are you taking Ruler? <laughs> I'm gonna pick Ruler. Ruler, obviously. That's a good point. You going? You strong yeah, on right. Zenit? Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm. Ruler. I'm probably not gonna bet this game. Uh, I'm probably not gonna bet this game. I think I actually think KT is a better team. I know that's probably a bit hot takey here, but like. Oh, they just look better to me. Like just watching their games, I know KT. To me, KT have the right idea. They just don't execute well at all. Which is probably. I mean, really, that's why the, I think this line's exactly right. Like, I think this is exactly where it should yeah. be. So I'm probably not going to bet this game. Dude, didn't they play? Not KT. Didn't uh, Genji play Roach mid? Did they? Uh, yeah. no, not that I remember. I swear to God, I I don't know. I must. No, I, they I don't know. Maybe I turn it off. No, Roach is on them. It feels. It feels to me like both teams have one good player on their team. So, who do you think is going to win? BDD or Ruler? Yeah, it's going to be BDD or Ruler. I'm not impressed with Peanut this season. Well, Peanut. We could we could go on and on about this, but like to me, like Gen G or like there's like cognitive dissonance there. Where like like when I when they went and got Peanut, I was mad excited because I was like, okay, this Peanut's going to fix all this team's problems, right? Peanut Peanut is is gonna get them to actually do anything in the first twenty minutes of the game ever, and that just hasn't turned out to be the case at all. So, I mean, he's trying. It's not for lack of effort. He's trying. It just hasn't panned out that way. Why do you hate all the splices of the world? <laughs> I, I don't. Stop. I didn't used to. I didn't used to. Stop, Stop hating the splices. I didn't the used splices. to. They just want to get to forty minutes. Look, and then we're gonna get to fight. we're gonna get to splice. Okay, we're gonna get to splice. Your cool teams with their aggro comps just gonna fall to the jinx. We're gonna get there. Fifty minutes in, I'm waiting for Cogmaw to make a comeback. <laughs> yeah, oh, bring man. back Juggermaw. Let's Genji go. Genji would Genji would take Cogmaw too. All right, so uh, what do we got? We got Saturday morning slate. We have Hanwha Life at. All right, well, Hanwha Life is minus 833. We're going to play this mini game every week. Who are they against? <laughs> Who are they playing? Hanwha Life, negative 833. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, 100 Thieves Academy. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So, uh, yeah, the the, min- the minus 1.5 is actually at minus 175, which is bettable for me anyway. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, like, actually not bad. It's just a matter... All right, so, so we'll, we'll talk about Hanwha for a second because Hanwha has been messing around with their lineup a little bit and and they've played all sorts of stuff. Like their stock lineup for the first half of the season was you know what we were running what everything and they were running tempt in the mid, which we talked about a couple like two weeks ago. Yeah. How we thought it was yeah. weird that Lava wasn't getting action and now Lava's getting action. So like we don't know they've played Lava, they've played they played Soan for a game, they played Mujin for a game. Well Mujin was earlier in the season, but it's it's hard to tell this team to me, and I wrote about this in my blog post for today. But like, this team to me looks like they're they're straddling the line between preparing for next season and trying to get like reps for these guys and still trying to stay in the playoff hunt. But to me, a team that like a team that's treating it that way doesn't actually think they're going to make playoffs. I don't know if you guys agree with me. That's exactly what it feels like, right? Like it's it's really exactly. bizarre. It's really bizarre. Like if you if you thought. It's kind of crazy, like that. There's there's this much of a break in Korea, right? Where in the past, 
the middle of the table in Korea has almost always been really, really competitive. Like the six, like five, six, and seven are almost always real competitive, and that's just not the case this year. Like unless we think Afrika or KT are going to take steps forward, I think we we all agreed that Afrika and KT are probably going to take steps forward before backwards, but we just don't know how much. Unless we think one of them is going to take a big step forward, it, the, the top five is pretty clear cut, and then Hamwa's kind of stranded in the middle, right? Yep, I think yeah. it's a really unfortunate spot for them because they are the kind of team that could have made the playoffs this yeah. season. This is one of their shots too. Like they might not get a shot every split to be a team that can make the playoffs. And yeah. they had one this season, and it does feel like they're giving up on it like pretty early. It feels and, a little uh, premature. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't think they're making it, and it's unfortunate a little bit. Kevin, what do you think on this one? Um, I guess not too much, honestly. It's just another cross-off game for me. No, Chris, anything um, on this one? Um, this is where I'm probably gonna focus on my snack and focus. <laughs> uh, Hanwha is like the your Genji to me. I can never figure them out. Yeah, and if I do bet on them, Janair's gonna win. So, <laughs> so all right. Wait, speaking of Genji, I did look back. They Genji played Roach mid against SKT. Oh, really? They played Cube top, huh? Why not? I mean, I'm not saying why not. <laughs> yeah. like they oh, they like did. They, they did. Mid-lane. Oh, Roach yeah. played three games this season for them mid lane. In mid lane, and I was like, okay, I knew they played mid lane, but I, just, you know, like I said I was still fired at 115, but I'm saying, you know, like it's just the same thing with Hanwha. Like, what are they like? What's their identity? You know what I mean? So. And I wrote about this in the blog post, too. The question is... The question becomes... One... There's two questions. There's two layers to this. The first question, who's playing for Hanwha? The second question, if the worst-case scenario happens and they're starting, like, the subs, so to speak, do the subs just 2-0 Jin Air anyway? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, do the subs 2-0 Jin Air at a minus 175 rate? I think so. I like the minus 175. I do, At too. some point this year... I'm going to bet Jin Air. I'm telling you right it's now. It's just before not this, here. Before this split is over, my money's going on the Jin Air Green Wings. That line is going to creep up to like plus 1,000 against somebody, and I'm just going to smash it on Jin Air. <laughs> if, but it's not, it's not this time. If though. Jin Air showed like any fight <laughs> at all, I'd want to take them in like DFS here too because they're going to be yeah. cheap as dirt, right? Oh, they are. You can, just, you can play anybody with Jin Air. <laughs> I mean... There's an argument for that in GPPs, right, Cal? Like, only if you want to lose, like every. Slate. Yeah, if you want to lose, yeah. I guess. I guess. <laughs> that's, this is not the slate to do it. Whatever. Let me live in magical Christmas land. Damn it! All right. How about you come back to DK and play them? All right. Fair. Fair. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. I have heads to heads posted. All right. I'm gonna have to take you up on that. All right. Next up, we got a uh, King Zone plus one thirty one. At Dom Juan, minus 175. The minus 1.5 for Dom Juan's at plus 168. This, to me, is the second best match of the entire weekend in any region. I think Griffin SKT and Kingzone Dom Juan are the two most interesting matches in any region this weekend. Well, Not that's definitely this... a, an interesting matchup, and I like the who, who made it pick of the week because I do like this pick. And I, uh, I might have paid. It. Yeah, I took Kingzone for this one. Yep, I like I like that bet. I like that bet. I was considering making it my pick of the week until I saw somebody else had. Yeah, I think these two these two teams are close, right? Is that the the consensus here? Like these two teams are close in that number, and that's why it makes sense to bet King Zone. Yeah, yeah, and I would I would even look at the line for King Zone two zero. 
if it's high enough, I, I might bet two King Zone two zero too because these teams are close enough. And with Damwon kind of experimenting with their lineup a little bit too, uh, I wouldn't be scared of taking King Zone two zero if the line's good enough. King Zone two zero is plus two ninety four. Yeah. That might be a little bit lower than I wanted. Yeah, but it's still pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I like the uh, same reasoning. I, I think these two teams are basically even, right? They both look pretty good recently. Down one's been on an absolute tear besides that weird game lost to Africa. Uh, other than that, they've been really, really good since the break. They haven't lost. And mixing up the lineups is basically never good for your chances of winning. So mm-hmm. if they're if they're, if they're taking people out and putting people in and switching it up, that's usually always going to give me an edge to their opponent. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to think about like there there haven't been that many situations where the subs have been this successful, really in the yeah. whole history of league. Like they've been mixing it up and doing better, which is really bizarre. Like, I, yeah, they've been pairing like the guys up, so it'd just be punch. Punch looks really good, by the way. Arrow. Yeah, it'll be those three. They won't start, but they'll they'll come after like uh, Hoyt, Canyon, and Nuggery. You know, I think they're just trying to see like who fares well on what side and obviously like yeah it, it just really hurts them in my opinion against especially a quality team like king zone mm-hmm. yeah the it's... time the doing subbing improves your chances of winnings if you're subbing out him <laughs> yeah somebody would disagree with you recently he had what like oh, one... yeah, right. he had one good game recently he's back he's back guys <laughs> And Imp we, is back. That series where where they lost game one with Bavoy, and then they put an Imp and won two games in a row, and I just had to eat shit on Twitter. For <laughs> the, the whole rest that, of the wreck. Oh, god. <laughs> so uh, that's that's. I think that's an intriguing game to me. I'm probably going to be on King Zone as well. I don't know for how much because I do think Damwon could win that, but sure. the money's the, the the line's off, so that's just a pretty easy bet on King Zone there. Just a matter of how heavy you want to go on that. That's one of those ones. If I'm the book, I'm making that like minus one fifteen, minus one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So you just you just collect the juice on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, KT Rolster minus one fifteen at Africa minus one fifteen. KT slight favorites because the minus one point five is plus two forty four. This is tough. This is tough. This is really tough. Hot takes. I like Afrika. Afrika quite a bit. I'm not. I, this KT team has lost all my faith. Uh, I wanted to believe early in the season, but I, I, did I don't too. believe. I did believe. I still kind of believe a little bit. Afrika's still popping out there. Like if you watch some of their games, they're clearly like you say. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. They're clearly trying to play the right way. They're trying to be really aggressive and yeah. win games by snowballing these games, which is what. Really, I think is optimal in this in this metagame. Agreed. If you do it perfectly, I think like taking a, a freaking Kalista Olaf lineup and just running it down is is the way to win. Just that like not very many teams can do that very well. Yeah, and so but I do I think Afrika is trying to play the right way, and I don't think if they get a lead that KT ever is like good enough to come back on them. So, you yeah, got some Calvin. No, I just, this this was a, this was a tough game when I looked at it. I mean. Tried to just make a good point, but I'm indifferent. I don't know yet. I think this is fertile soil for DFS stuff because both these teams, like we talked about, have the right idea. They're playing proactively. They're playing aggressively. And unless we think this patch is all of a sudden going to make them, you know, climb back into their holes, they're going to be going at each other in this game. So this could this could get real bloody relative to you know Korea. 
Yeah, this is probably the bloodiest matchup you can make in Korea, given yeah. the stats. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is a playable DFS matchup. Maybe Sandbox X, where X is, you know, one of these two teams. They've calmed down a lot more now. They were more yeah, aggressive true. at the beginning of the season. Afrika has maintained being, like, the team that needs to be involved in Korea for it to be DFS playable. So maybe, yeah, this... Is everybody hip to that, though? Like, is that going to be, like, chalk- like chalky? No. Not at all. No. No. Monday, and all... Oh, good. Yeah, they have three other LPL games on Sunday. Shoot, Sunday LPL games are... Sturdy, man. Lopsided. Besides the I'll one. Say, I, I don't want to give away our edge too much, but like mm-hmm. to, to give the viewers a little bit of benefit in DFS, don't take people that are playing against Jyn Air. Jyn Air does not give up anything. They give up like eight kills a game. Like people that are yeah, people that are playing against Jyn Air are gonna win, but they like I've seen so many people like Griffin against Jyn Air, you gotta smash Griffin, and all the Griffin players get like forty fantasy points. Yep. They win every game three to one and just take the nexus while Jyner sits in the fountain. People are on Twitter complaining. They're like, to the providers, like, how do we lose? You know, we played Griffin, the best team. And I'm sitting over here with two LPL teams. You know what I mean? And it's like, what are you, yeah. what are you doing, bro? Two bottom teams. You're, you're playing like LP, LGD against Vici or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. got him. And people are just locking in Griffin just because they're good. But like, if yeah. you're playing against Jyner, dude, Jyner does not allow any points. Exactly. Yeah. They, they are a game to avoid. So but, I'm. Yeah, go ahead. I kind of like KT here. But I think this is like the the angle on this one is definitely attacking for DFS. I think. Yeah, I'm like, not a fan of betting this game. Yeah, that's too much juice. Like, the, I don't know. They deserve to be even money, but I don't know. I, I kind of like your idea of taking the two zero either way. Because you know, if one team just like shows up that day, they're gonna two zero, right? Yeah, I definitely. If you're gonna bet this match, I would bet two zero for whoever you're gonna bet. Yeah, there's a pretty reasonable chance that happens. Yeah, and I think e- either one is justifiable. <sighs> like, you know, just coin flip it, pick one, or do both. Hell, do both. You're probably getting. I, mean, I can check for it right <laughs> now. I mean, you're probably getting plus odds on both of them. So, I think that's a reasonable bet. Um, do you want to take two zero plus two zero eight and plus two zero eight? Yeah, that's plus two zero eight on either two zero. So. There you go. It's not bad. Yeah, you can um, The last game for the LCK this weekend is Sandbox at Griffin. Sandbox plus 193. Griffin laying 667. The minus one and a half is at minus 152 for Griffin. Man. These lines against Griffin are getting out of control, but I don't know how you bet them. <laughs> I think Griffin 2 is them, to be honest. I do, too. I, and I think yeah. 152 is a good enough number that I'm probably going to be pretty heavy on this. I know Sandbox took a game off them. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think uh, – maybe you guys disagree with me, but I, I kind of think Sandbox has been figured out a little bit. And yeah. I talk yeah. about I talked about this yesterday, and I talked about it again today. Like, they well, they feel to me like they're – they only know one way to play. They're very good at it, and they're almost definitely better than the bottom-tier teams, but they only know one way to play, and they don't have the versatility that a Damwon or a Kingzone has, right? So, uh, to me, Griffin could unless Griffin like starts subs or something, they they can w- they can take this any which way and win. They're also gonna have side selection for this too. So like, I don't know. One fifty two is a good enough number that I'm probably gonna bet this for a couple units at least. I agree with you I, entirely about about uh, sandbox. I, I'm not taking sandbox over any of the other top teams anymore. And I did earlier in the season, and I thought they were good bets. Yeah, but if they play any of the other top five right now, I'm taking the other side. Usually, I think the good the good teams have figured out how to beat Sandbox. And it's not to say they're bad; like they're <sighs> definitely not a bad team. Like they're a good team. They're like Hanwha. Hanwha's like this too, but like 
So hot. So sandbox. It's kind of the opposite. They're the same. They're in the same spot, but they're they're kind of the opposites, right? Where Hanwha, we just don't know. Like we don't know who they're going to start. We don't know if they're going to care. We don't know if they're mailing this season in. Sandbox. We know exactly what they are. It's just not quite as good as everything else. Yeah. But they're both kind of in the same spot in the standings. Cal, Chris, you guys got anything on this one? No, you're good. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. Sandbox. The, the analysts have been hammering this point that they've gone away with a lot of things early in the season Mm -hmm. and then now people are figuring out oh they have a weakness here we can exploit yeah uh okay so and we talked about a little bit earlier but we we kind of think the top five are pretty solidified in the lck and then han was kind of in no no man's land and then the bottom four teams so uh moving on to the lpl Uh, a lot of (laughs) lopsided slate this weekend so friday uh, actually, before we go into this, let's kind of break down what we think of the LPL, right? So, yeah. I was talking a little bit with, with Calvin before we got on about this, but uh, to me, there's a pretty firm top five in the LPL. And for me, that's top sport in no particular order. It's top sports, fun plus, EDG, RNG, and Invictus. And then from there, there's a bunch of teams that are like on the outside looking in that are going to fight for playoff spots and probably make playoffs. Billy Billy, Sino Dragon, maybe Victory 5, maybe Sooning if they can get it together. I don't think they will. Uh, I like the Victory 5 call. I think Victory 5's in that, in that conversation. Yeah. JDG is in that conversation. Uh, <laughs> Who's their 80 carry, JDG? <laughs> uh, let's see. It is Imp. The great imp. Oh, oh, okay. Ye great imp. <laughs> I'm just wondering. That's all. So, the LPL. I always break the LPL up into like five tiers because it's a 16 team league, and I like to have some kind of differentiation. Right now, the the top tier is kind of in flux because I I think I think EDG look like the best team. I know RNG just beat Fun Plus this morning. Spoiler alert to anybody that didn't watch that. Great series, by the way. Um, that was fun. I think EDG, just like iTest, look like the best team right now. I don't know if it's going to end up that way, but right now they look like the best team in the league. But all all five of these teams look pretty good. Maybe you could say Top Sports isn't quite up to the same level as the other four. But I also think Top Sports is like definitely better than you know the rest of the table. So th- I think in terms of like betting value, like we, we need to look more toward the middle of the table and the bottom of the table and figure out who's misvalued, right? So, do we all like pretty much agree that those are the top five teams? Yes. I uh, I have a, I have a slight hot take for you. I okay. know I'm usually Go for I'm it. usually very shy, and I don't really talk very much. But I have <laughs> a, <laughs> I have a, I have a, a slight rant for you. Go for it. Uh, due to some, I did some real deep diving this last weekend. I went back a really long way uh, since before last year's Worlds, actually, and I was looking at results, and it led me to the conclusion that Royal Never Give Up is going to win the LPL. <clears throat> and here's why I think that. When I went back and looked through their results, they lose, when they lose, it is almost never to hyper-aggressive teams. That's why they keep beating IG in playoffs whenever they play them. The, the teams that they're losing to are teams that are beating them in long macro games, which is in theory is their strength. Yeah, But that's who they're... That's who they're losing to. Even when they lost to G2, they lost to the 1-3-1 macro game, not to a hyper-aggressive early game team. And all the other good teams in the LPL are hyper-early game teams, except for EDG. 
So if your take on EDG is correct, they could win, but I don't think that FPX or IG are going to beat Royal in the finals. I think Royal is Royal knows very well how to play against these like spazzy early game powerhouses. Yeah. Yeah. IG can't be RNG, dude. It's just it's like a mental block can't. for them, right? But so, yeah. RNG, I mean, yeah, Jazz right. RNG does play the macro better than IG. But I mean, at the same time it is a mental block for IG. I still think IG I agree with John. I think And who did who did Royal always lose to like every single year at Worlds? They lost to Koreans every single time. Yeah. Teams that were playing better macro games yeah. that were outplaying them in the macro sense, they were not losing to teams like IG and FPX. And that's what I found when I went back. It's like their loss early in this season was to Sunning, and Sunning was playing that way when they lost to them. So I think, yeah, I, th- I really like, if you can get futures on Royal at a good price right now, I really kind of like that. You guys remember Sunning Gaming? That was pretty cool. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? You guys remember Suna Gaming? I remember. Uh, I remember. The day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Farm> remembers. <laughs> 2019 uh, World Champion Suna Gaming. You guys remember that? They put in Wii yeah, Wii. Like that's their downfall. <laughs> that says it all. They yeah. brought in Maple. They brought in Sword Art. You know, they're going to dominate like how they dominated. I love the it. I love their lineup. I do too. I still do. I do too. I can't quit them. <laughs> I can't quit them. I've lost so much money on that team this season. <laughs> But do you like Wee Wee? That's the problem. <laughs> oh my Ooh, god. Wee-wee. No comment. It's the worst, bro. <laughs> so, alright. Uh, kind of, so, alright. If we if we think those, that's John's hot take. I actually am I'm not opposed to that at all. I think if, if you can get a good number on them, absolutely. They, they have just as good a chance as anybody else. Uh, so who is the who is the next tier, right? Like who do we think is is definitely better than the rest of the field? Because a team that that's getting a lot of hype right now, and I I did want to take some time to talk about before we go into the Chinese slate this week, is Billy Billy, and it, this team they just keep winning. I, and I, I know I was hating on them the last couple weeks, and I, I think that they're kind of due for some regression, but they just keep winning, and the metagame like the, this patch should help them in theory. So. Is Billy Billy a real contender? Are they like the best team of the rest in the LPL, or is it somebody else? You guys can start. I talked to Vince about this. I might chime in. Chris, what do you uh, think? Go ahead, Chris. Three suggest that it'll hurt me if I ever get onto them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right; they've been winning. But the last few wins that they have are against what Snake, Sino, Rogue, Vici. Yeah, they haven't really played anybody. I, mean, I was talking to I was talking to Calvin about this before. Like they haven't. If you talk about Cena Dragon and JDG and Victory Five as like good teams, that's the only good teams they've played. Mm-hmm. Right, those are the teams they're contending with for that playoff spot. Yeah, right? and yep. you know they've they won three out of four of those. I guess they lost. They they got two would by JD like right after the break. But like, is this team like is this is this real? Because in the- like I said, in theory, the-, the the meta should be trending in their favor. So maybe this is a team that we have to respect a little bit more than we are. Weird um, trend. Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, no, just looking at the teams ahead of them, if this meta is supposedly helping them, it's also helping those of them. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Does it help? So, really, all right, so we-, we, know- we know the top teams are the top teams. What I'm trying to get at is which teams are very clearly better than the bottom of the table, like the rest of the table. Uh, 
is Billy Billy in that consideration now? Is there anybody we like more than them besides the top five teams? Because a lot of this is going to shade. The, the reason I wanted to bring this 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 up and talk about it in this in this light this week on the show is with all these playoff races heating up in all the different regions, we got to figure out who we think you know the showers and the growers are, right? Because if we can find value in that, like by the end of the season, the lines are it's pretty straight up, and you're not going to get a lot of value betting by the end of the season because it's pretty much figured out. Figure out. Yeah, especially in the LPL, you have teams that are like legit mailing it in a lot of the time, so. Uh, it's it's really important to figure this out and like, kind of like plant your flag now, right? Because if you don't, you're going to miss out on that window, and I think this is the window. So I'm trying to figure out, like, it, do we like anybody more than Billy Billy? I think so. I like Sino Dragon more, but I don't know. Th- this meta looks like it's going to be in Billy Billy's favor, which is, like, really weird. We could have, like, a 100 Thieves kind of situation where they get a good like enough Billy start. Billy. I think I like Billy Billy to be number six in the LPL. I'll say a, a weird trend that I noticed, though, in relation to this when I started looking internationally. Teams that picked up Korean mid laners have done significantly better than teams that picked up Korean bot laners. Mm. If you look at SK, I mean, they have Dreams, too, I guess, but yeah. they pick they pick up Pyrian. They've been performing pretty well. Billy Billy picks up Kuro, performing pretty well. LGD picks up Kramer. They're doing terrible. Well, Quick side, quick side note on Pyrian because Pyrian's basically he's been like he's he's an he's an everyman because he's been he's been a lot of time in Europe and the and North America. So true. Picking up Bang for a hundred thieves, Gorilla for Misfits, the teams that have been picking up for some reason I'm not sure if it's related to the two v two and not being able uh, as well to to mesh with who they're coming in with, but. Teams that picked up Korean bot laners haven't done well, and teams that picked up mid laners have. So, I don't know. Might not be an important trend, but just something I know. Could be something to do with the mage bot laners over the last few months. Communication. <laughs> yeah. Communication. Um, I know, Cal, you and I talked a lot about Billy Billy before we got on the cast tonight, but, like, uh, do you have anything to add on to this? Like, we both were talking about how Koro is way, way underrated right now. Yeah. No. He's been I mean, a monster. He's a beast. You guys said it on the. I mean, I think ADD is a beast, to be honest. Yeah. ADD oh, monster. He's literally in a lot. Of, every, his kill participation is through the roof, to me. I, I can't remember what what it was. It's but. like 66% as a yeah, top winner. Yeah. He's, he's playing Poppy still. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's playing. He can play almost like every champ. And I think that gives credit to Meteor as well. And I was pretty down on Meteor early in the year. But you know what? Him and AD... Actually, it's just the top half of the lane is like playing significantly well. Yeah. Better than I thought it would be. You know what I mean? I think it's just... Because Jin Zhao and Mini are just kind of cleaning up. Like they're, they're, yeah. this, this team is the top side of the map. And yeah. I mean, ADD was really good. He was really, really good on MVP, but that team was just awful. And it's kind of interesting to see him on a team that's not bad. Yeah, I think just being able to have him play whatever he wants and then being able to take that LCK macro... And then having the team fighting ability, just a synergy in general, like just makes them like a really like a solidified team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I guess against like really good teams, I just I you know I don't think so. I don't think they'll be able to keep up with them. You know, like an RNG or like an FPS. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't either. And I think they're. I think we keep coming back to it, but it's it's a pretty clean cut to me. After the top five. Like, the top five teams are significantly better than the middle of the table in the LPL. Uh, it's, like, almost as clean a break as Korea, I think. Yeah. Uh, other teams we want to put in this in this same tier, right? I think Sino... I, I'm going to nominate Sino Dragon 
any disagreement there? Uh, Victory Five. Victory Five over Sino Dragon. Whoa. Those two, Sunning, JD. Is Sunning gonna get there? Sunning, I think Sunning is the only team. They're like somehow 500, and I don't understand. Like, maybe it's just because I've, I've been, this is a bit of, you know, I'm a bit invested in them, right? Like, because I just lost so much money, it feels like they've been so bad, but they're 500 still. It's not like they're, like, awful. Don't tilt, but they don't seem to have an identity. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on with this team. If they're somebody like, comes six that's not BLG, I would, I would pick Sunning. If they get it together, they can come sixth. And they have plenty of time, really. LPL's got a really long season, so... Uh, who else are we forgetting? Jindong. JDG. Jindong. That's... I'm gonna take Jindong over most of them. One Do you have one. lineups up over there, Chris? Do you have lineups up for JDG yeah. at all? <laughs> yeah. Who's their AD carry? <laughs> it's the great and world champion Imp. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I just keep forgetting. I don't know. So good, dude. <laughs> this guy's out. Well, you don't like the Bavoy? Dude, I'd play Bavoy. Imp can get coffee for Bavoy. <laughs> That's his role on the team. So, this team's really interesting because... Can't they wait should... to see Imp and NA next year. They've been... Sorry, <laughs> good point. They can dominate. NA. They've they been... I, I said this last week. This team's overachieved my expectations, but I don't. Uh, that makes it really hard for me to judge, right? Because if if they're overachieving my expectations, I don't want to overrate them necessarily. I want to make sure I'm not, you know, completely saying, "Oh yeah, they're good." I was wrong. I still think they're not as good. All right, so are they the new tier? Are they in the same tier as as Sino Dragon, Victory Five, Billy Billy, or are they worse? I put them in the same tier. Yeah. Because I do think they're better than the rest of the table. Yeah. I updated I mean, my pick of the week. If Ooh. you're looking at the bottom, what's your pick of the week? Into NA is that is that your pick of the week? <laughs> that better that better be your secondary bonus pick. Into <laughs> NA next year, futures bet, right? I wish you could bet on that. Right. Uh, I, I don't want to go too in depth on the rest of the table, but before yeah. we get too bogged down in this, but like, I, I think they're those teams are better than the rest. Absolutely. Any any disagreement there? If you had to nominate the team that's at the bottom, like below where we were just at, right? Uh, below Sooning and JDG. So I'm talking, actually right now it's Victory 5, which is funny. But So I'm talking about Team WE, uh, Vici, Snake, OMG, LGD, Rogue Warriors. Any love for any of these teams? Am I sleeping on any of these teams? Not in any particular order, by the way. I'm just... Oh, yeah, no. We're good. I mean, they're, they're the bottom of the team. Yeah. I think I think those are definitely the bottom. But if I had to pick one to be the top of the bottom, I go back to my boys. Omg, they'll get it together. <laughs> they'll be the top of the bottom. I mean, with the meta trending the way it is, and no love for Mystic and WE. Kelly's, Kelly's probably the best AD carry in the world. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to the LPL slate. It's a good transition point. Thank you for that. That was a softball, John. Thank you. Friday, we got top sports minus two thousand. <clears throat> against Vichy Gaming. Vichy. <laughs> Southwind. Plus 649. Vichy have a chance to take a game here or no? Because plus 197 to take a game is pretty good. I can see it. They've been doing that all season, so. Is that like a bet you would take? I would. I would. Fuck it. Why not? It's like a beer. <laughs> it's a beer bet. 
Yeah. The Puffin Southwind bot lane gonna get there. Yeah. Pu- I mean, Puff has been really good this season. Both Puff and Southwind actually have been pretty good. Southwind has been care- um, just the best yeah. player of the team. It's better than Imp and Southwind. <laughs> <laughs> My God. You take that back. The hate is real. <laughs> we gotta like Photoshop Imp onto John's face now. Like that's just gotta be his logo for the rest of the. <laughs> Uh, so no, really, any plus one ninety seven is good. Anybody gonna take that? I, I, I don't know. I'm probably not gonna throw, do it, not, but why not throw a unit on? I mean, we. It's not. I mean, why not? Right? I mean, it could happen. I say it could happen. I mean, they've done it. They've literally done it. Probably majority of the split. I mean, they beat Sino Dragon. It was before the breaks, and we all know how that goes. They also took a game one victory five. So it could happen, I guess. And on top switch, I think is better than those teams, but. Um, yeah, not too much going on there. Uh, Edward EDG minus a thousand against LGD plus four fifty four. The uh, minus one point five is at minus one ninety six. LGD plus one point five is plus one thirty four. I don't know. And one ninety six, like I, I always say that two hundred is like my cutoff most of the time. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put the Edward minus one point five in in in, like parlays and stuff. But that's it. I'm not. I actually like the double minus one point five as a parlay here. I don't yeah. think I. I don't know if I like the top. I don't know if I take top at minus three hundred three, but I like the Edward one. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything, Chris, Calvin? Mm-mm. You know, I don't know how to bet, but I think LGD could take a nap. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 they beat IG. <laughs> We're coming back to that. <laughs> LGD. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's see, LGD. And their seven game wins have come against Sooning, Vici, Fun Plus, the 2-0 against IG, Rogue Warriors, and RNG. So they've beaten some real teams. Now, this was RNG without Uzi, but... I mean, they beat Fun Plus, and that was after the break. They didn't beat them in a match. They took a game off them. Yeah, they. I guess you could argue. I mean, they took a game yeah. off FPX and beat IG. If that means if they, that means they have the ability to show up on the day and win and win a game. At least. Yeah. I I just I, I mean I'm I I think Edward. I was saying this to Calvin before the cast. Edward's got the eye of the tiger right now, man. They they're just they're they're with it. I said if playoffs started today, I want I think EDG win the win the split. I don't think they win it by the end of the season, but I think if they started today and like happened this week, EDG would win the split. Yeah, I'm not going to bet LGD, but I wouldn't fault you if you did. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, three-game slate. We have JDG and Sino Dragon. Sino Dragon, a very slight favorite at minus 125 versus the minus 115. Uh, the minus 1.5 is at plus 227. This is an interesting one. Kind of two teams that are in that tier two that we talked about. I like Sino Dragon here, but uh, the odds aren't particularly great for me. Uh, maybe maybe the one point, minus 1.5. I think Sino Dragon could two of this. Pick of the week, Sino Dragon minus one point five. Whoa, twenty-seven. Okay. Wow. All right, so let's defend yourself. You're talking about hard committing on these teams in the middle of the table about who's been you over, who's <laughs> been overperforming, and who's That's been why. underperforming. That's the reason why. All right, so John, John makes a good point there, right? Because we we you talked about this. Commit. We talked about this last week, right? How JDG have been winning, but they haven't looked as good as their record looks. We all my more or less agree on week, that. For anyone who remembers, my pick of the week last week was EDG minus 1.5 against JD. I totally and, tailed uh, you on that. That was yeah, easy. I like that. <laughs> that was, that was a, uh, I like that one. Went so, wrong 
this game, I don't know, is there any DFS angle on this one? Because the Saturday slate's kind of interesting. Because you got, to, to me, this is this and Billy Billy are both really, really interesting. And then Rogue Warriors against Victory 5, I feel like. I'd have gonna... to look up my numbers again, but I feel like just by glancing that that is going to be the lowest expectation game of those three. Really? Rogue Warriors is always in the highest. They have like it's a clown fiesta every time they play League of Legends. So the Rogue Warriors Victory Five game is for sure the number one target, and I'm guessing BLG Sunning has a higher expectation than JD Side of Dragon, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that one might be close, John. I think Sunning has been not allowing too many. Yeah, they haven't. Um, so it's close, but it's close. Whichever one of those two games has a higher expectation, yeah. So. I I think Sino Dragon's better. Calvin, you haven't pitched in on this one yet. Yeah, I think Sino Dragon's better than JDG. If Sino Dragon are the underdog, 100, they're yeah. they're in play. No, nah, they're they're underdog. slight favorites, like very slight favorites. A lot well, of I mean, juice on, on this game. On oh, DK, on DK, salary might come out looking as JDG ahead of Sino. This should be if some live movement. Yeah. So is that going to make Sino the chalk? Probably. No, uh, no. Uh, people people are not going to jump on them. They're going to look into like names. Yeah, I don't think they'll be chalk even if they're underdogs, but I'll I be I'll be heavy on them if they're King underdogs. going to be the chalk on Saturday against Dan Juan. <laughs> are they that are they that much cheaper? Yeah, they're going to be that much cheaper. Huh. Oh, that could be. That's, that's really a good call. If Vegas, if Vegas, if if you go off by Vegas this line right now, Kings realistically oh, should that's be right. Cheaper. They're going to be dogs. Yeah, but you know, every once in a while, man, DK goes off the off the wagon. Sometimes there was like some game True. last season where True. some team was like minus three hundred, and, and they DK were underdogs, like huge dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I always wonder like who this savant that works at DraftKings <laughs> that's figuring out. They're always right. They're always right. Right. They're right. Oh my gosh, I hated that. What else we got here? Uh, so. I like Sino Dragon a lot here. It seems like you guys are kind of on the fence a little bit. We all like Sino Dragon. I don't know how much. That's John's pick of the week, right? Yes. Oh, I missed this next game though. This next game might be pick of the week. I might yeah. have two. Yeah, I, I I went pretty heavy on this, so I I put a bet in on this one yesterday. So we have next up, uh, Rogue Warriors plus one nineteen against Victory Five minus one seventy two. The minus one point five is at plus one seventy three. I already fired on this. Oh yeah, I'm firing on this yeah. tonight. Yeah. Victory five minus one point. Yeah, this is this was my this was my pick of the week. I put it in yesterday. Like I, we all we're all higher on victory five. I think the the whole cast is. Uh, we maybe we got to pick one of us to play devil's advocate here. Who's going to play the the pro rogue warrior side? Uh, is a monster. Zuji is a monster. I like Kong, Kong Ming. Kong Ming, yeah. Kong Ming, like the ancient warlord Kong like Ming, or the. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like Kong Ming. I thought I, I think Kong Ming's been all right. Yeah, when he's playing. Yeah, uh, if he plays. I mean, he's all right. Rogue Warriors so, so. will beat Victory Five if Rogue Warriors can figure out their macro and be more decisive than B Five. What macro? You won the <laughs> Warriors game. What macro <laughs> do they have? Whatever macro they have left in their tank, all right? I'm trying to play Devil's Advocate. I hate Rogue Warriors. <laughs> Sometimes you have to look for, like, long edges, as I would call them. Like, something unforeseen that might happen. Like, what if Victory 5 signs him? Oh. You never know. <laughs> you never know. This line would have no sense if that happens, John. So, yeah, Victory 5 would be plus 400. 
So victory <laughs> five. Victory five is way too low. All right, let's just move on. So what if victory five start Ben Four and Lay? Well, Ben Four. Well, Lay was the Lay's the actual starter. What if they start Ben, ben Four and Road? Starting. Yeah, Road was good. That's true. I, I actually, I'm. I may ask backwards on last because they've been yeah. going back and forth between Pepper. Road and... hasn't played that much this season, but I really liked him last season. Yeah, I played him a lot on BLG. Um. Okay, so like when Road played this morning with Y4, they actually looked super good against Jack Love. But I don't know if it's just IG's bot lane is trash. Not to say trash, but like. <laughs> I was good to see you not, calling Jack Love and bot lane trash for real. Are we going to go down this road? Like just something's wrong with their bottom lane, but like Road and Y4 literally just. Was just winning that lane. You know yeah, they're mean? blind picking Thresh. Like, with the... true. <laughs> I'm very. Actually, did they blind? I forget. Yeah, did they blind if, pick if, that? I forget. IG solo lanes should be better than most teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you pick. I mean, in general, yes, it does matter. But like, I don't know. But I feel like if you're that good enough to dominate your solo lane, I mean, I, you know, you should be able to take on V5 like with with that ease. You know what I mean? So like, dude, shy literally picked Aatrox against a Riven, and this dude was up like what 40 CS. Yeah. I'm just high on Victory 5, man. I like Cord. I like Y4. I like Road. <laughs> I, I like this team a lot, and I, we, we talked a lot about this, and this is, this is a good spot for us, too. Uh, this is my pick. They were pick of the week last week, too. If we all think this team is going to be end up in that Tier 2, then there's going to be value because right now their record is not very good. Vegas hates them. They're Vegas always, hates them because yeah. their, their record's terrible, and like we, we've talked about how it's like an algorithm. There's not like... They have sharps and researchers and information <laughs> and all this stuff. It's you know esports isn't getting to that point yet. Maybe it will, but it's not That's at that point. That yeah, ex- right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So right, this is an exa- this is exactly the kind of situation that you need to take advantage of, right? Where they're looking at okay, this team has this record and this team has this record, and maybe they have some other metrics mixed in. This is just a slam dunk. It, it, if Victory Five played you know an average opponent in the last two matches, they probably win their last two matches, because we think they're better than their average opponent. Now they happen to face Invictus and RNG in their last two matches, and predictably get stomped. They got a game in there. Like they, Victory 5's been... I don't know. I think I think they've been very good. I, they I, are good. Me, Victory 5 and JD are my two teams that are misrepresented right now. JD's, yeah. they think they're too good. Overrated. Victory 5's underrated. Yeah. Uh, it, like, just like real quick, like let's look at Victory 5's games, right? Their losses... O2 to Invictus, O2 to RNG. Those are the last two matches, by the way. Uh, 1-2 to JD, uh, JDG. O2 to Billy Billy, who, at the time, we weren't sure, so that game looked kind of sketchy, but now we know Billy Billy's a good team, right? And 1-2 to Top Sports, who is another one of those top five teams. So they haven't beaten the top five teams. Against everybody else besides JD, they 2 out LGD, they 2-1 Vichy, which is a little sketchy. And they 2 out OMG. Like, convincingly. These are clear victories, right? We haven't seen this team play against, like, the other middle-of-the-table teams besides JD. And it was a 1-2. And Rogue Warriors are, like, another one of these bottom-of-the-table teams. So, to me, this is a slam dunk. It's easy. Plus money at this is insane. This should be a minus 250 line. Easy. Yeah, I agree with you. So, I'm heavy on this one. Not to get too bogged down with it. Uh, Next up, we have Billy Billy Sooning. This is an interesting one. Billy Billy, it's basically even money. We'll call it even money. Oh, the mighty have fallen. Uh, right. Or is it that we're not we're underrating Billy Billy? Like, is this a spot to bet either of these teams, or is this actually like a legit, in you know, interesting point? Right. I like BLG quite a bit. 
going to be LG here. Until Sunning shows me that, they, that they're decent again, I'm just betting against them. And I like VLG quite a bit. I tend to be a little bit more skeptical in these kind of spots where I, I am not the show me first guy, right? Like I, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, you know, this team's got to show me better before I bet Billy Billy, right? I'm usually not. I'm not going to. I'm not betting this game, but I am willing to be convinced either way. Calvin, you got anything on this one? Nope, BLG. And we talked a little bit about this from a DFS standpoint, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Sunday. All right, so we have like leans to Billy Billy, right? I'm on nothing yep. for this one. I just thought I'm it was kind of weird. Okay. Um, uh, Sunday, we have Top Sports and Fun Plus Phoenix. This is another good matchup. Uh, Fun Plus favored, uh, minus 135. The handicap's at plus 215. This is a good one. I, I, I think Fun Plus are better. I don't know if it's by this much. I do think Fun Plus is better, but I'm not sure I'm betting this one. Yeah, this is a popcorn. This, this is a popcorn game. This is going to be really interesting to watch, especially. It's going to be especially interesting to see how Fun Plus bounce back from a loss like that. DFS mm-hmm. wise, Chris, what do you like? You have, uh, should be a bloody game, right? Yeah, this is a very good game to pick, and with that kind of odds, I'm guessing the salaries could be close. I leaning Fun Plus. Their loss against RNG is understandable. Um, they have to show that, I mean, what Caster's been saying, this is the toughest stretch of their schedule. Yeah. So if they can take this game, which I fully expect that they can, I don't see a 2-0, but a 2-1, I might lean Fun Plus just because of their, uh, the way that they sh- uh, played. Yeah, I think th- this is, again, like we have the them coming off a loss for the first time mm-hmm. angle. Then we have the angle of like they're finally playing against good teams. That's another angle to this. If we think this is going to be three games, and if we think you know, knowing the way these two teams play, I mean, Fun Plus has just been like you know they just group up. Game Goon plays a team fighter, and that's that, mm-hmm. right? Like that's been the way they play. So it's good, like you know, fertile DFS soil here where we have you know potential for like a forty kill game with these two teams, and maybe two of them in a best of three if we get three games out of it, right? Is it going to be? Is the ownership going to be so high on either of these teams that it's going to? You know, influence too many things on this one because the other the other games on this slate are pretty lopsided. Yeah, I think Invictus will still be more popular. Whoever the underdog in this game is is who I would like in DFS. I'm not sure who they're going to price as the underdog, but this series is close enough and bloody enough that whoever's the underdog here, I think, probably makes a pretty good play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not <clears throat> not too much else. Go the Sunday, the rest of the Sunday slate, we have Invictus minus the, minus a thousand, the minus one point five is at minus one eighty two against Team WE. Any love for WE? This will be... By the way, so uh, we finally fixed this and figured it out. Friday will be on patch 1.4 for the LPL. So these three games, all the games we've discussed, will be on 9.4. It took us a little bit of delving and took a lot of long re- wrong research on my end, but we finally figured it out. Um, thanks, Raz. You're the man. Um, so... So we have Invictus heavily favored against WE, and we have RNG heavily favored against Snake, also minus a thousand, same exact lines. So, not a whole lot else going on in terms of interesting stuff on this slate. It's this top sports fun plus game is the the really the interesting game here. Anything else on the LPL for this week, guys? Nope. All right, cool. Europe. Uh, let's briefly go over our playoff picture. So, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
defer to you guys on this one to start with because I haven't done too much looking into the LEC for this week specifically. But let's just like go round table real quick. Who are the playoff teams and who are not the playoff teams? Let's start with John. I, I went really deep on this on my show. So if you guys want to look at NA, I can give you a full playoff picture for LEC because I went really deep on this. Okay. Um, there's one game left in the season that I think is the most important game by a lot as far as who's going to make the playoffs, and it's Splice versus SK. Misfits has by far, so to give everyone a picture, with Origin at 8-6, and six, Splice at 8-6, and six, and then Schalke, Fnatic, Misfits, and SK all at 7-7, seven and seven, two of those teams have to miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Misfits has by far the hardest schedule, and they're already at the lower rank. So I think there's almost no way that Misfits makes the playoffs. Okay. Uh, just they, they have by far – I think all of their remaining games are hard. They have Schalke, Fnatic, G2, and Splice. So every team that they play from now on, they don't have an XL or Rogue or anything match left. They're all they're playing entirely tough teams. Yeah. So you think SK, Misfits is out? Yeah, I think Misfits is out. SK has the second hardest, but if they beat Splice, then they should make the playoffs. Which is totally reasonable. Like they mm-hmm. could definitely. Be. That is that is their thing because their remaining schedule is Origin, Rogue, who they should beat, mm-hmm. Splice, who's the match that I think is important, and then Vitality. If they lose to Vitality and Origin, but beat Rogue and Splice, they should at least get a tiebreaker with Splice. But uh, the only way where that doesn't happen is if Shulka continues what Shulka has been doing and just keeps losing to everybody. But. <laughs> If Schalke comes back, then the really the only game that really is going to be heavily important is SK versus Splice. <clears throat> okay, so if I'm understanding, I just got to like rewind because I was like reading something. So not making playoffs, Rogue and XL, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Just the, the numbers yeah. just don't work out. Uh, yeah, they're not making them. Misfits, and you you said SK, and, right? And either SK or Splice. And if SK not... beats Splice then they're going to have a tiebreaker. All right, yo, gun, gun to your head then. Gun to your head, John, who's not making playoffs. Gun, gun to my head, SK beats Splice twice, and SK makes the playoffs. I'm with that. And I like Splice. <laughs> that, that, and that should mean something to people because, okay, so for me, that's not a surprise. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't like Splice at all, but John likes Splice, and John has liked Splice all season. And I made like I've made a lot of money this season yep. with SK games because SK tends to lose to aggressive teams and beat slow teams. Yeah, and Splice is a slow team, and I think SK will beat them twice. Okay, so <clears throat> you have Splice not making it, so that so you have Fnatic making it then. Yeah, I think Fnatic's making it for sure. They've been better enough. In they the look last a lot weeks. better. Finally, thing, <laughs> I guess. We could end up in a three-way tie because Fnatic still has to play against G2 for sure, so they're going to lose that one. And then if they they have their other matches are not super easy either. They have Splice left, they have Misfits left, uh, and then they have XL who they should beat. So if they lose to Misfits, they could be the ones that drop out. Uh, if they lose to Splice, they could be the ones that drop out. But I, I would expect them to beat. I would expect them to go three and one in their next four games and end up in the playoffs, losing to G two and beating everybody else. I am mostly I I, I agree with you, and like I said, I'm I'm seeding the O on this one because I actually think that identifying that 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 SK tend to beat slow teams like Splice is a huge factor, and we could potentially collect a lot of value on it, especially Origin. This week. 
Origin still has to play against both XL and Rogue, so I'd say they're a lock. They're already 8-6, yeah. and they still have they're to play. They're going to get to 10 teams. Teams. Was, So, yeah, they should get to 10. Origin, yeah. I was like, if Origin somehow loses out, they might not going to make it, but there's no way they don't beat XL and whatever. But Schalke has a really easy schedule, like you said, as well. Yeah, Schalke should lose the Origin, but they also have Rogue and XL left. So yeah. Schalke should get up to nine wins, which should be enough. So, so Cal, do you think who is, do you agree with John, or is there do, do you feel strongly uh, any any other team is going to make it? And looking at this, I feel like as a schedule wise, uh, there's no way Origin drops that many games. No, Schalke has an easy schedule. I'd see Splices. Like Splices are the most realistic team that it's gonna that's gonna drop out. Playing against G two SK, um, Misfit Splice is gonna. I, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? And then Fnatic Splice. I think Fnatic takes that one. So yeah, I, 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 I John's right. I think Splice is easily the team that could just drop out and SK makes a final push. Okay, so, so you, you think yeah. the same? You think the same thing then? Yeah, Shaka should beat Misfits. And so Fnatic you think Misfits? So Misfits is not going to make it in. So yeah. So you yeah. think it's XL Rogue, Misfits, Misfits and Splice? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mis- for Misfits to make the playoffs, they're already at seven and seven, and they- their remaining schedule is Shalka, Fnatic, G two, and Splice. Oof. Yeah, that's it's it's that's why I'm saying that's why I don't think Misfits is going to make it unless they pull off a miracle. But yeah. John John made, John made a great point. Yeah, bare bones. They have to be Schalke and Splice minimum, and I don't. And I'm not trusting Misfits to beat both of those teams. They could beat either one of them on any given day, but I'm not trusting them to beat both of those. But they're not beating G2 for sure. Chris, do really, you do so. you agree with this, or do you are you you have any? I think John laid out the odds pretty pretty spot on. Uh, Misfits should have just been out of this conversation from the last game. They should have lost that game. I don't know how they pulled off that one. Yeah. And it was against what Rogue or was it? XR? This is like, it's so it's so weird. Like we're we all agree. This is like the it first was... time we've all agreed on like exactly. No, it, it makes the most sense because of the yeah. way that Misfits schedule lineup. Like I say, Misfits beat Splice though. I I think that's the only team that could have a chance against. You know what I mean? We um, might have a bottom three tiebreaker. They might. Misfits Misfits has to beat Shulk and Splice to have a shot. Yeah. They need both of those wins. Okay, in my opinion. So with this in mind. We again, like I wanted to go over this for each of these regions because it's going to paint how we bet them for this week, right? Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at the Friday slate for Europe. Uh, we have G two minus two eighty six against Splice plus one eight uh, plus one ninety five. G two, right? G two. Yeah. I dude, I love G two especially here because of the last week too. They're just going to like stomp this team, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm not betting it at minus two eight. No, it's it's too ex- run, it's but, too expensive, but, but they're easily. they're going to stomp this. Uh, <laughs> Excel plus two there two thirty five Schalke minus three fifty eight. Is Excel gonna spoil any of these? I don't know. Excel is experimenting with their roster right now. They took out Kasing yeah. for Stick, and so experimental teams are never a good thing. Um, I tend to bet experimental teams. If I was gonna bet that team, I would. If I was gonna bet that game, I would bet Excel. I'm not taking Schalke minus three fifty eight. Right? Yeah, and yeah. so I like it could Excel happen, right? Best of one. So bad. Shalkas mm-hmm. look terrible. My heart wants Abadage. I really, really want Shalka to lose because they lost me so much money. <laughs> I hate. 
here's a key a key that not a lot of people are talking about. Everyone's talking about Schalke playing bad. An important key, I think, to note is if you look at Ezreal's win rate this year, it started really high and has been slowly decreasing, and Upset is a huge victim of that. Upset has only looked super good on Ezreal, yeah. and Ezreal's win rate is going down. It started out really high in every region, and it's just dropped and dropped and dropped. Yeah, he's gonna I be. He's. I think he's gonna stay priority pick on this patch, though. Like he's even, staying. People are still prioritizing him heavily. His just win rate just keeps dropping. Yeah. So I think we all like. If you're gonna bet this Excel, I actually I'm leaning toward a unit on Excel here. Like I mostly agree with like with the playoff take, but this is too much money, and I, I kind of like the the jolt of energy from the the roster shakeup, especially if your team's not that good. It's kind of like Gen Air, except. It's a best of one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I kind of like Excel here. Um, SK plus 140 against Origin minus 200. I think we all – this is the value pick for the week, right? I got, well, SK against Splice tomorrow is the – their Saturday's account, the value pick. But SK plus 140, Origin minus 200. Chris, you first. Uh, seems like Origin should win, but when I go there, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> on this one. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just have this really great ability of picking teams that either win poorly or lose. The self-fade, dude. The self-fade. <laughs> dude, I, I can't tell you how many times in my life I heard, what an unbelievable, miraculous victory when I was on the side of whatever team was losing. <laughs> I, I can't tell you, man. Calvin, what do you think on this one? Um... I don't know. I, I don't know. I I just I would just say I would assume Origin to win. To be honest with you, so it's a little pricey though. John, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, I was betting on bet SK. I like Origin to win. I don't think I'm gonna bet. Origin yeah. feels like a team that's picking up, like picking up steam as the season goes along. Yeah. And I, I, whenever I listen to interviews and stuff with other teams in the league, Origin seems to be a, a team that they're consistently valuing higher than their their current record like you seem to think that uh like vitality on the last euphoria they were they had origin as a clear number three over all these other teams Hmm. and uh i do like sk quite a bit and origin has mythy on their lineup so you can always (laughs) here we go you could always bet against a team that has Uh, 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 bold mythy (laughs) i am am still wondering how they win eight games with mythy Next up, we got uh, what do we got we got Rogue plus three seventy five against Vitality minus six sixty seven. Pass. Pass. Yeah. Passing. Uh, they're they're back. The Midlander seemed like he served his purpose pretty well, though. I just wanted to comment on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was good. They did. Was, they did the right. Game was really really good. I made uh, good money on that game because I assumed that if you're bringing in a new mid laner, you'd play him as a supportive mid laner and let Cabochard be your other carry. And so I took a DFS lineup with Cabochard and Attila, mm-hmm. uh, assuming that they would pick up the slack from Jizuke being gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that went very well. Yeah. Sekin, he like he did really, really well in that game. Like, And he's... I, I found it really, really interesting that they kind of made him play like Jizuke, not like himself. A lot of times when, when teams bring subs in, it, they, they kind of just let the sub do what they're good at. It's, there's like two schools of thought about it, right? You can have the sub come in and replace the guy that you're replacing, or you can have the sub come in and do what they do and kind of cater your draft toward it. They made him play the Jizuke role, and he had a really, really good game on Rise. So, yep. 
he was good. He, he was really, really good. He was all over the place. He, he, he was impressive. Um, yeah. Doesn't affect my thoughts about the team. If they're yeah, yeah. Again. I, I, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was worth mentioning because he had a, he had a good performance. Um, Fnatic minus 167 at Misfits plus 120. I'm going to bet Fnatic. Yes. Yeah, I, I think Misfits are done and Fnatic's on the rise. I like Misfits less than minus 200. It's a lot of money. Minus 167 is not cheap, but I, I feel in the same boat. Like Fnatic, again, like it's kind of like the EDG situation where it's like they got the eye of the tiger. It looks like they finally figured it out. It took them six weeks, but. Yep. Totally like, agree. They looked Nemesis. like themselves. Nemesis is finally looking the part. He's not there quite yet. I think I talked about this in my show. Um, but he's not embarrassing himself like he did in the early parts. Of Looks the like game. he's just getting comfortable. Like maybe, yeah, maybe it just yeah. took him a little bit to get comfortable. And people with not in all that. <laughs> they changed their play style a little bit. That I think has really been a big turnaround for them. They stopped, stop like reckless is always going to be their carry, but they stopped with this mentality of like all we can do is protect reckless. Yeah, yeah. then yeah. started opening up Whippo a little bit, opening up Nemesis a little bit. I also, I also think if if anything, if you're just looking for icing on the cake here, the, the patch should help. Uh, is, Europe's going to be playing on 9.14, right? Or 9.4? They should be, yeah. yeah. That's That can only help Fnatic, yeah. if you ask me. I mean, I yeah. know that's not necessarily bad for Misfits either, but it's reckless. So uh, Saturday, uh, I'm, I'm on Fnatic as well. Calvin? Fnatic, yeah. Yeah, I, sorry, all of us are on Fnatic there. I might put something on that. Uh, Saturday, Misfits minus one fifty four, Shalka plus one ten. Yeah, this looks. This like, feels like the turnaround spot to me. Yeah, Shulka turned around right here. I know you're. I know you're the Misfits hater, but like the, yeah. e- even even baking that into this, this should be closer to even money, right? It should be closer to even money. They especially like so bad, man. I just don't know. And Misfits' bottom lane has not been as impressive. Yeah, right. Earlier in the season, they were crushing because their bottom lane was dominating, even if the other lanes weren't doing that well. And now their bottom lane is not even dominating. So They also have the 9-4 boost to upset, potentially. I know they, they love Ezreal, but you know what if they get him on one of these other picks? You know, Kesa, yeah. Tristana, like something like that. I, I do, too. Mm-hmm. I like Shaka, the, the, and the, the value's right. This should be closer to even money, for sure. Uh, I think this one's one we're all going to be betting. I don't know if did any did any of you guys make the shoot pick of the week yet. No. SK, but SK like Gaming it. plus one thirty, Splice minus one eighty two. I am slamming <laughs> SK Gaming. Whoa. Yeah, I like SK Gaming quite a bit there. Like I said, I think they'll beat they'll beat Splice and then beat them again later in a tiebreaker. So. Anybody it's else? Been for a great DFS play since their prices underdog or it will be prices underdog. Yeah. Uh, and Splice is the number one uh, for the DFS players out there. Splice is the European team that you want to target, yes. either either on their side or against them. They're, they they're, give out the most points. Yeah, yes. huge points. There was only that one week that screwed me because I, of course, I played that game. And any <laughs> any credibility to the angle of of fading that because everyone's going to be on that, or is that more of a sharp take? Yeah, like, is that sharp? Is that sharp enough that people aren't aren't hip to it yet? Like. Yeah, I, I don't think people are going to be all over SK. No. So, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't think anyone will be against will be on Shalka as well. Shalka, I think Shalka will be way more popular than SK, and I think SK is a better play. So it's actually SK is sharp. a better play, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just trying to. I'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit there. No, like, no, no. As as a DFS 
perspective. I don't know. We'll see what the ownership is. I mean, you could just put both of these, right? You could play both of these and like Reckless Captain or something against Excel. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a pretty good like GPP lineup. Play mm -hmm. Shalka and SK. Look, that seems totally reasonable. Yeah, I, I think I last weekend and did very well. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be heavy on SK because I'm I'm totally with you, John. And, and you pointing out the stylistic mismatch here is really really good. Like SK prey on teams like Splice. I and, bet Misfits against SK for exactly that reason, and Misfits beat them. Yeah, it's it's not always just about who's a better team. Yeah, it's and a lot of time yeah, and like we're not we're not si like you you'd think Splice is like you're probably the highest of Splice of any of us on this cast, right? Yeah, the problem is the LEC is really talented. Yeah, so if if like, you're the highest on Splice on this cast and you still love SK gaming here, like that that says something to me, and I'm I'm with that. I'll totally tell that. SK. Uh, Origin minus five hundred, Rogue plus three hundred. Nope. Pass. Nope. Maybe Rogue three hundred. No. No. Okay. I like I like Origin more now. All right. Uh, Excel plus three seventy five, Fnatic minus six sixty seven. Pass. No. Nope. G two minus two hundred, Vitality plus one fifty. I, for one, think G2 is going to be like New England Patriots Tom Brady status, and they're just going to come back and smash this weekend and remind everyone who they are. But plus 150 on the second-best team in the league looks really tempting, right? I think I'm actually more tempted by minus 200, but I don't think I'm going to bet. Really? So you think <laughs> yeah. G2 is just, like, way... I mean, I, we talked about this last week, too. G2 are smurfing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know they kind of, like, goofed off a little too much last week, but, like, they were... That's exactly what it was. Like, they weren't... That was so tilty, dude. <laughs> I think... I everyone think they haven't shown up to play the last two weeks, and they're still fine. <laughs> It isn't how they lost their last game, but I think if you wanted to target a way to beat G2, it's a style also that Vitality doesn't want to play, which is I think if you want to beat G2 consistently, you need to target their bottom lane yeah, and, and just go in on their bottom lane. And Vitality hasn't really shown a lot of like interest in playing around Attila. They did a little bit more with Saken last week, but like... <clears throat> they needed to, though. Yeah, not, not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, nothing, nothing for me except popcorn for that game. Yeah, I'm with that. I, I'm tempted by Vitality. I probably won't. Maybe GPP play for Vitality if you think there's a chance they win this. Eh, I mean, you have SK. I mean, you already have two dogs that you like yeah. a lot, right? You don't need to. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, don't, don't bother. Yeah, I'm out on that game. All right, NALCS. Um, playoff picture for this is a clown fiesta outside of, <laughs> outside of G2. Yep. Anybody care to disagree with that? Because I'm um, using TL. It's Liquid. Cloud Nine and TL, and then Vana. Yeah. Oh gosh, just a whole blurb of whatever, right? I think I have to admit that TSM's definitively the third best team now. Yeah, I was. I've been against TSM this whole split, but they looked a lot better in the last couple of weeks. They're, they're peaking at the right time. Number three. Yeah, they're, number three. For me. They're peaking at the right time. Uh, mm -hmm. so. I think we all agree it's clear clear number one, number two in Liquid and Cloud9. Are we all in agreement that TSM's the third best team? Yes. Any love for CLG, FlyQuest, Golden Guardians? Oh, I had so much love for FlyQuest, but no. Yeah, same. Fly? Same. Yeah, FlyQuest, I'm CLG. off them. Yep. Golden um, Guardians is on a is surging up, so mm -hmm. I think they'll take the four spot. Yep, Golden Guardians, my definitive number four. Dude, I actually think they're the best for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Dude, the entire NALCS has a negative goal differential besides the top three. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my brain. Don't think I, too much. I can't. All right, so let's let's attempt to make sense of this, okay? If we have those clear-cut number three, we, we still have three teams that are going to make the playoffs here somehow. I have no idea. If we still have three teams that are going to make the playoffs, uh, I like Golden Guardians and FlyQuest of the rest. Uh, I think Clutch has looked okay. I want to believe in 100 Thieves. I think it's FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. If you're gonna if you're gonna put a flyer on any of these other the rest of these teams, I think those two. But that, we still have another one that's gonna make the playoffs after that. Oh yeah. So we got what three weeks left of NLCS, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seven, eight, and nine. So I mean, a lot can so... happen in six games. That's the thing. Like, hundred thieves could go on a tear. I know this is sounds like a meme at this point. Not against TSM. But like, hundred thieves could go on a tear and win five out of six. Right? Our hundred team schedule no. is TSM, C9. Oh, and yeah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Okay, I take yeah, it back. I take it back. Three. Wait, wait, wait. They, they do play uh, Echo Fox, though, next week. So my... That should, should be a word. <laughs> I think you can condense this argument a little bit in my eyes. I think Golden Guardians is making the playoffs. Yeah. 100%. I think... Do we all agree on that? I, I'm yeah. with that. They're taking the four spot. I think Echo Fox and 100 Thieves are not making the playoffs no matter what. I'm done with 100 Thieves. I watched those games. Uh, yeah. That, team, that team is lost. I'm done. I'm I want a divorce. I'm done. I've had enough of this. So for me, the argument... I've been married, just... I've been married to 100 Thieves all season. I'm done. <laughs> I know. I've had I enough. Know, man. And so for me, the argument is four teams, two of them are making the playoffs, and the teams are CLG, FlyQuest, Optic, and Clutch. Optic have looked okay. Optic and Clutch have actually uh, both looked fine to me. Like, I'm trying to... Let me take a look at what... The rest you think of Optic could beat CLG? Yeah. yeah I, think they, <laughs> I actually think, I think especially the way them. especially the way Optic's been playing... Like, they've been playing, like, this split-push priority, like, kind of thing. Like, they've been really, really all in on, like, letting Crown just win games by himself. You should be very worried. If you're a CLG fan, I think you should be worried. Did you? Did anybody see the mic chat in the NALCS? No. Where they, you know, they t- they put the players' mics in there. Uh, there no. was a a mic clip of Darshan getting a solo kill and going like, "Take that impact!" Wow. And so if, if that's Darshan <laughs> up on your team, I'm a, I'm worried if I'm a CLG fan because I need Darshan to be like, "Somebody, please come help me. I'm on this. I'm on this tank, and I really need you guys to come help me." <laughs> I don't need take that impact. Dude, I don't even want that. Team. You know what I want? I want him just another day in the office saying nothing. Like, that's what I want. No, that's like, all right. Okay, that's fine. So, all right. So, CLG gets Golden Guardians. Uh, who Hold on, seen? let me pull it up. Yeah, they playing. have 100 Thieves, Clutch, Echo GSM. Fox. Oh, they have everybody except for Optic and Fox. Oh, no, wait. They have everybody except for FlyQuest Fly and Team Liquid. Team so, they're going to lose to TSM. And they have tiebreaker over FlyQuest, by the way. They're 2-0 against them. I think they're going to lose to Golden Guardians, too. They're going to lose to Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians. They're going to lose to TSM. I think CG could beat CLG as well. I think Clutch has a shot at making the playoffs, but yeah. 100 Thieves does not. That's my take. Okay, so... Yeah, NA is a total crapshoot. Clutch is a pretty hard... NA looks like the LMS this split, right? Like, this is like... Yeah. 
it looks like last year's LMS where it's like, okay, yeah, Flash Wolves and, and J team and that's it. <laughs> like that's yeah. is <laughs> the rest of it's just like yeah. it's weak and you know, we all we all Even watch NA, but man oh man I see I don't think the top three is that bad. I don't think these top three. Uh, Cloud Nine is the only team in NA that I think has any shot of beating like international competition. I, I think, think I think Liquid, Liquid can. Will, I think Liquid. Team can. Liquid will beat Cloud Nine, but I don't think that Team Liquid will beat international teams. I don't think their style plays well against. I, t- I talked about this going into Worlds last year, and you guys, you guys kind of know my take on this a little bit from reading me, but like, I thought Team Liquid got a little tiny bit unlucky, but just happened to play like the one bad game of the tournament when it mattered the most. And you could call that choking or whatever, but I they, I still think they're I still think that team was a better team than Cloud9. Just and everyone likes to ignore that just cuz Cloud9 went further in the tournament. They had a much easier I, group. I actually like new Cloud9 better. Yeah. I do too. I, I do too. Season, I like the Niski lineup more than the Jensen lineup. I do too. I I, I do my... think both I do think both of these teams are are they're they're good. I don't know if they're going to beat international competition, but they're on the level to to play there. Like they be, they're they're way better than the rest of the region. And we talked about this last week, right? How it's we talked about the New England Patriots problem, where we can't fault them for just smashing their competition, right? My issue is, and I've I've said this in the past years too, and it's usually come true, is like I would actually give Golden Guardians a better chance of beating international teams than Liquid just because they're good at what they do. They're playing a different style. Like teams from NA that come out of NA playing in the past, playing trying like trying to be slow, like Korea. They're trying to be like Korea, yeah. and they never beat. Korea. That's why Vitality does well at Worlds, exactly. and NA doesn't because Vitality know who they are. That's why I think all of us were high on Vitality going into Worlds last year. Yep, we're like this team's gonna they're win all, some games. Teams that play like their own crazy picks, their own crazy style, have a better chance than teams that are just gonna copy Korea and play it worse. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Team Liquid is just one of those teams that just keeps. Playing the Korean game worse than Korean teams do. Mm-hmm. See, I think I think Liquid's kind of exploring a little bit. I would like to see them mess around even more, especially yeah. now that they basically have this locked up. But I think I'd, uh, we'll see. Uh, so we never really got a clean answer out of this, and we'll go through the slate real quickly. But like, yeah, uh, we'll just we'll just game. go we'll just go into the slate because there's not really Let's a clean answer. Like we think it's Liquid and Cloud Nine and TSM. I think all of us think FlyQuest and Golden Guardians make it, and then it's anybody's guess who the sixth spot is. I'm not even convinced on FlyQuest. Yeah, I think I'm Golden not... Guardians is in there. I, 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 I like agree. Fly, Steel, G. I think Optic's, Optics playing Fly. really well right now. I don't think yep. they're a good team, but they're playing well enough when it matters. Uh, now, they could come I out think... and just shit the bed this week, and who knows, but... Yeah, I think they could make it. I think Clutch could make it. If you told me that Clutch and Optic made playoffs and FlyQuest and CLG didn't, I wouldn't be blown away. Yeah. Any of those four teams. All right. So, with that said, and he's a crapshoot. Uh, Saturday, we have Clutch Gaming plus 105, FlyQuest minus 143. I like Clutch, man. Clutch. I'm going against my brand. I'm a FlyQuest oh. fan, but I was I was not only unimpressed with them losing last weekend, I was totally unimpressed with the way that they played entirely. It seems like they have the wrong approach, right? I feel the same way. I was so frustrated by that. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Chris, you sound like you had something there. Yeah, this is what I kind of got. I'm still listening to parts of the um, the League Rundown pod, and they mentioned the observation about Wild Turtle. He always starts out well, but then just comes crashing down because the FlyQuest team does not know how to play against organized teams. Now, this posed the question, is Clutch Gaming an organized team, or are they still pretty much a solo queue, kind of everyone in for their own 
And if that's the case, I might take FlyQuest for this for this instance. But for the remainder of the season, I don't think FlyQuest can beat any teams that have come together, have found their identity. Kevin, you got anything on this one? Because I, I, I kind of agree with John here that especially with Huni kind of figuring things out for himself and he's not just inting every game now. Yeah, you just hit it out there. And Demonte's been pretty good this season too, and he's played a lot of different stuff. So I, I kind of trust Demonte and Huni. You know, Vulcan's actually been played well, really well. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. So I think this team has, has found, figured themselves out. So. This should be closer to even money, right? So Clutch is the value pick here. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us like any of these teams in particular, but... I wouldn't fight you on it. Yeah. Um, Echo Fox plus 120, Optic minus 167. Optic, but the money's a little too rich for me. I'm not going to bet this. Same. Yeah, I like Optic, but they're a little too expensive. Yeah. Uh, TSM minus 286, 100 Thieves plus 195. Too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah, same thing. TSM should win, but... Too I mean, as bad as 100 Thieves are, they still have good enough players that they could just, like, mise a win here, right? Eh... <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, Cloud9 plus 140 Team Liquid minus 200 Good spot for Cloud9 if you're going to bet Cloud9 It's probably the best match of the weekend right Kind of like the Cloud9 side I might I might end up betting that yeah, I'm I, gonna lock in, but They might be better than Liquid Yeah I'm going to I'm gonna put something on Cloud9 But I, I want to see any kind of roster announcements for it. If they do the full lineup I like Cloud9 here Yep I agree on that And I might like it if they do a sub too Because if the line moves to like plus 180 or something From a sub being announced I kind of like that too so Cloud9 is like a good value pick here. Nothing too heavy, but uh, Calvin, agreed? Yeah, I agree. Golden Guardians, CLG, even money. Dude, I'm not touching this. I want to like both. I, I want to like Golden Guardians, but... I want Golden Guardians at plus 120. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to touch it like this. Yeah, you think it'll get there? Like I, I kind of <laughs> no, think it's more likely no. to just stay here, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it'll stay there. If you if you can get Golden it. Guardians plus money, then I like that too. But. I like GGS yeah. for... GFS though, I do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a good spot. Actually, good point there. Uh, Sunday, Liquid minus six sixty seven. Golden Guardians plus three seventy five. I won't bet it, but I think TL is going to win. I might bet Golden Guardians there plus three seventy five. It's a lot. It's good odds. Not if it was anywhere closer. Like I'm not touching them at plus two hundred, but plus (laughs) three seventy five is pretty wild, man. Yeah. Best of one, two. Just saying. I kind of like Golden Guardians there. Uh, I don't know. I probably won't. I'm, I'm not going to bet it. I'm a wimp. For myself, I won't bet it. Uh, FlyQuest, minus 154 at Echo Fox, plus 110. I want to believe in FlyQuest, but this is too rich for how bad they've been. Echo Fox is the worst team. I agree with you, but... I might but... be able to take FlyQuest there. Echo Fox is pretty yeah. bad. But I'm not sure I'm going to bet that game. It's a little too rich for me. Yeah, I won't bet the game, but... I'm going to yeah. pass on this. Any mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? No, this could no, be there, yeah. maybe a DFS spot maybe that could just divulge into a slop fest. I mean, they haven't been disappointing in terms of putting up points for Echo Fox. Uh, but probably not. I'm trying to think of... Because Echo Fox play... Uh, they don't even have that many kills. In that. Their, their combined kills and deaths is pretty high. It's like 20-something, right? 20 point... Uh, 21.9. That's what I have. Or uh, 20.9, not 21.9. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm not touching this. Especially because we don't know. They might play Panda again. Um, uh, what else? Oh, Optic. Plus 155. TSM minus 223. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I'm passing. I, I like the way Optic have been playing. They, the Optic, 
for what it's worth, Optic have looked confident. Like they look like they feel they feel good. They look like they're feeling pretty good right now. This crowd's happy again. Which is not something we've been able to say about that team for like a year, right? Like, yeah, Imp's gonna come to Optic though. <laughs> <laughs> gonna kick Arrow off. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, NA Imp, dude. Crowd. Oh man, that's the name I'll of the episode Imp, right bro. there. NA Imp. It's gonna be so good. NA Imp question mark. <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Uh, Hundred Thieves plus two fifty five. Cloud Nine minus four hundred. <laughs> Nothing, right? Nope. Yeah. CLG minus one forty three. Clutch plus one hundred five. Are we going back to back clutch bets? I don't know if I take them against CLG, but I actually think Clutch has one of the highest skill ceilings in the league. I do like too. If all their guys suddenly figured it out, I think they'd be one of the best teams in the league. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to see how CLG plays GGS, in my opinion. I mean, you're going to have to fire on that pretty quick, too, because Clutch, True. I think, plays first, right? So this odds on this could swing wildly you're the right, other way. I kind of like yeah. the double Clutch win, but I kind of we'll go against see. what I, I was know. thinking. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. It's I mostly just because I think the odds are there, but I, I don't think they're actually going to win this. I don't like CLG either, and I, I I just I don't feel strongly enough either way on this one. I really yeah, do. Think Clutch, I really do think Clutch can surge though. Surge up at the final weeks. And that lines up with saying. And that yeah. lines up with the like us saying that their individual players are good. Like that could just happen. Uh. <laughs> I had something, so that's NALCS for the weekend. I We all didn't feel too strongly about anything in NA this week because it's NA. It's NA. Uh, I had a note from the LMS. The Saturday slate's really, really interesting, and I'm going to be playing a parlay on this if you guys have any interest in that. Uh, so Flash Wolves is minus 222 favorites against Hong Kong Attitude. The only reason this line is remotely close to this is because of the rough start Flash Wolves had, and Flash Wolves dropped a game to Hong Kong Attitude earlier in the season. So, like, a game. Not a match, a game. I'm, we talking about practice. No, I was going to go into the, the whole Allen Iverson. So, Flash Wolves to 2-0 at plus 143 against a mediocre... Hong Kong Attitude's not very good. Like, they're a mid-table team. Like they're in fourth place right now, but they're ten and ten. They're a five hundred team, and Flash Wolf looks like they're finally figuring things out, just based on what I've been watching. Uh, this feels pretty good to me. And then the next one I wanted to point out, just because I think there's a big blind disparity. Uh, G Rex minus one seventy two favorites against Alpha. These are two. These are the the sec. These are the sixth and seventh place teams out of eight. They both have negative win losses. Why the hell is one favored by this much? I just thought it was interesting. You guys can look into that on your own, watch the film on your own, but I'm probably going to be playing uh, the Flash Rolls minus 1.5 with some other stuff this weekend just because I, I really like that pick. Flash Rolls, it's not very often you get Flash Rolls at plus odds. It's just because they've had a rough start this season. Uh, just a quick review picks of the week. I had Victory 5 minus 1.5 at plus 173 against Rogue Warriors. John had Sino Dragon minus 1.5. Against uh, Jindong at plus one uh, two twenty seven. Oof, oof. That's a big balls pick of the week. I like it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Chris had King Zone. You're just doing the money line on King Zone. Yeah, uh, King Zone plus one thirty one against Damwon. I think we all liked that pick too. And then Calvin likes SKT plus two eighty eight against Griffin. Ooh. I kind of like the SKT pick too. I, don't, I I like all four of these. I like the SKT pick the least of them, but I still like it. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully, we all win this week. Make ourselves a lot of money. I need my first win. Good luck, everybody. 
Yeah, yeah. good luck, everybody. Uh, so, what's been going on with you guys this week? Chris, you were off last week. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I've been keeping busy. There was uh, kind of a family kind of gathering. I just became an uncle for the first time. Congrats on that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I am trying to figure out what kind of uncle I want to be. You got to be the cool uncle. You got to be the cool uncle. Junk food food and rated R movies, dude. (laughs) I need to hide all my tweets that I get because some guy keeps sending me Riley Reid tweets. Dude, it's... I, I'm an uncle now, man. I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin, what's been up with you, man? Nothing. Uh, um, you can't say nothing. Dude, I've been sick, dude. I don't know, man. I go back to work. I went back to work. And being a pharmacist, pharmacist tech, um, you, deal with, you deal with a lot of cranky old people. Drug dealer, yeah. Sick old people. Right. Oh, so you're saying so, you're a drug dealer? <laughs> My advice, my advice right here, all right, to deal with cranky old people, all you have to do is just walk away. Just walk away, you know what I mean? If you're helping someone that's cranky and old, just walk away. That will make your life so much better because if you just stand there and just try to argue, even though you're supposed to help, you're just going to lose your mind. Just walk away. I'm going to show away. up extra cranky next week, so you walk away. And that's gonna be- <laughs> walk, walk away. Walk away <laughs> with about the insurance. Why does my insurance cover this? Sorry, maybe your quantity went up because you need more drugs because you're getting older. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just uh, it's true. John, what's it up with you, true. man? Oh, not too Besides much. Besides the pupper doggo. Yeah, we got this little guy. He's been begging to get on my lap the whole show, so. He can say hello real quick. He's real scared, though. Hello, Pupper yeah. Doggo. Is that your dog that always barks? Uh, it is one of the three dogs that always barks. <laughs> this guy is like, uh, we had him first before the other two dogs, and I swear to God, the day we got the other two, we got the other two together. The first thing this dude did was take him over to the trash, and it was like he was showing him, like, "This is the food right here. This is where, <laughs> this is where you can get the good stuff, guys." He's is that where imp- is that where imps found? Yeah, yeah. Is he all over the? Is he all over the imp train? <laughs> he found him. No, nothing too much going on with me. It is the first time that me and my wife have ever watched a show entirely to make fun of it, and uh, we've been Dang. we're almost all the way through uh, Jessica Jones. Hey, I watched. All, pretty much all we're doing is just talking about. I liked the first season of that show. It was okay. <laughs> so thumbs down on Jessica Jones. Thumbs up on Pupper Doggos, yeah, and thumbs down on Imp. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm learning. So uh, this is a brand new thing to me. I've I've worked with Audacity before a little bit, but I'm learning all sorts of messed up, like weird things about this program and how difficult it is to edit audio and stuff. So uh, I will be spending a lot of hours this week. Thank God Audacity's free, so I didn't have to feel terrible <laughs> about spending like a couple hundred bucks on like some editing software and just be like oh i have no idea what i'm doing so you gotta clip in like clip out a little piece of me asking chris who their ad carry is so that we can just like play it as a sound effect <laughs> oh yeah no no we gotta get the drops JDG comes up we gotta get like the radio show drops <laughs> yeah exactly just get the bob barker tuba rolling up oh, in here boy. boom 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 <laughs> <laughs> every time junior comes up we'll just like put the sad plane up on the up on the thing i'm just uh, gonna make a gif of uh M- Basically, one v threeing Baron every time. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna send it every single time. 
Every time he plays, every time he gets a kill, I'm just gonna send that gif. All right. So. uh... Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for this week. Uh, I, I, we should be up on iTunes now, so you can sub to us on iTunes. I'm working on the the Google thing is a little bit different. Like you got to submit it differently and everything. So I'm in the process of doing that. I'm also learning how to edit and all this stuff. So, uh, we're gonna try to get up on those as soon as we can. Uh, we can go around the table real quick. Just tell everybody where you guys, where people can find your work, guys. Um, I'm at the eSports plug on Twitter, and uh, you can find my YouTube channel, the eSports plug. The show will be up on there. Um, I guess you can just catch all my awesome tweets at <laughs> Ruler Sama, R U L E R R S A M A. That extra R throws the other one off. Yeah. But we respect it. Um, my new show should be posted up either tonight or tomorrow. You can find me on YouTube at uh, FF Dynasty 101. If not, it's Wing Yan Chung. Gotta change that. But uh, <laughs> we'll be breaking down the weekend. We'll be breaking down game by game the LEC and the LCS. Alright, cool. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, pleasure every week. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.